What is up, all of you beautiful, amazing people? Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. I am so goddamn excited because today we are officially bringing on the first character from Eat, Pray, FML. You all know her as Jess. In real life, she is my best friend, Brittany. So sit back, grab a drink. Here we go. Welcome to FML Talk. Oh my god. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe that shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. I did not in chapter 16. <gasps> he did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh no, she didn't. You guys, I'm so excited for you to finally meet Jess, <laughs> aka Brittany in my life. Um, And one of the things that I love about her is that she's so authentically and proudly herself. She, you know, if she ever has a differing opinion from me or anyone else, she's not one of those people that's like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, if that's how you feel. She's very adamant and will stay to her point and stick to her guns. And I respect and admire that quality about her, um, even if it ruffles my feathers from time to time and I think that the more people can start living that way it's gonna exponentially help on our journeys you know the universe has a way of always bringing things to light and that is in any walk of life I mean if someone's cheating on someone you best believe that all of those strings are going to eventually get tied together into a nice little bow for them to to find and if you're meeting a new person for the first time and you're trying to put on this facade to like make them feel a certain kind of way about you they're always going to eventually get to know the real you um so the more we can show up as our true authentic selves and not be afraid Um, of judgment or if anyone's going to think less of us or not like us, um, it's going to weed out a lot of the bullshit that we we tend to go through in our day-to-day lives. That's one of my favorite things about solo travel is that when you meet people when you're traveling by yourself, nobody gives a shit and nobody has time to put that layer of bullshit over them. They're just raw and authentic and like here I am if you like me let's go hang out and travel a little bit together if you don't nice to meet you and we'll talk later um and the more you can break through those barriers and that facade of what you think people want you to be and just be who you know in your soul you're supposed to be it's going to allow the right people to connect with you It's going to bring you to the people that you're in alignment with and the people that are going to support you and love you along the way and vice versa. And not only does that become such a more comfortable way for us to live when we can just be in our own skin and not have all of these outside influences like, you know, that we're worried about portraying a certain type of image, but you're going to grow so much more. This is one of the things that I appreciate so much about Brittany, a.k.a. Jess. (laughs) She really stands true to this and does not give a shit if people like her or not. And um, 
she's one of my dear friends who has not normally been, you know, doing podcasts and in the public eye. So I am so happy that she came on to chat with me and uh, that you guys all get to meet her. Here we go. Put on the fucking teapot and turn it on because y'all are about to get the tea because I have the one and only from the book, Miss Jess, who in real life is my best friend, Brittany, but you all know her as Jess and I'm so excited that you're here. Me too. Yay. Guys, I'm nervous. I'm just going to throw that out there. She's nervous. We're drinking. It's okay. It's fine. (laughs) Um, She's also what I call one of my quote normal friends. Like she doesn't do interviews and podcasts and stuff because she's just a normal person going about her everyday life. Um, So I'm so excited that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. First podcast is with you talking about figures. Some of the craziest shit I've ever been through in my life. (laughs) Okay. So let's practice before we start. Daniel. Daniel. Javier. Javier. Don't slip up and say their real names. I won't. <laughs> With Just the tequila. <laughs> and what do we call the blonde slut? Oh, she went there! <laughs> We're starting off hot. Um, I believe in the book her name is Laurel. Okay. Got to emphasize the L at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so y'all, Jess, as you read, went through this shitstorm every step of the way with me. She was one of the first people I called hysterically crying when I found Aww. out about all the shit with Daniel. So, um, so let's just like start from start from the beginning. Start from the um, I remember so clearly after I found out that day, I called you and Sarah and Jenna and like all my close girlfriends and you were like, okay, I'm coming over. I'm going to stay with you because Daniel was out of town for two weeks yeah. and I didn't want to be alone dealing with this at my house. Yeah. She was sick. She had like the stomach flu. And, oh my god, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you you were just, I was like, I'm going to get you something for that and then I'm going to come over. And she was like, I just had the worst feeling and like everything's going weird. And and then I found out. And then you found out. <laughs> just like crying. And I was like, what the fuck? Like on my way back immediately. And we just went full detective, so don't fuck with us. <laughs> full detective mode. Um, so I, at the time, was what, 28? And you... God, I don't even want to do the math. Brittany's a bit younger than me. She's my younger friend. Um, And so I wasn't really keen on the whole Snapchat culture. Um, And this bitch walks in and she's like, okay, we're going to make a fake Snapchat account. We're going to follow Laurel and Daniel on it. And we're going to find out everything they're fucking doing. And we did. And we did. Don't put your watches, your voice. Don't <laughs> don't make the frame too big in your snaps if you're trying to be shady guys out there. I mean, it was unreal. We literally were sitting there watching their trip in Miami unfold before our eyes. Uh-huh. I, and we were, like, snacking and, and the, like, eating like, ice cream on the floor, like what you would think of as a regular divorce. <laughs> what I don't understand, I know, we were just actually just living our whatever life. Yeah. Just like, oh, did you check the snap again? Oh, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> because little pieces would be rolling in one by one. We would suddenly, we would see his watch in the frame, and then we'd hear yeah. his voice in the background, and then I would take my phone and record your phone playing the snap, so we had all this evidence that we were compiling up. It's so crazy, like, thinking about all of it over again. I'm like, oh my god, that did happen. Do you know him and his dad still think that that my mom and I hired a private detective to find out everything. Hire me. <laughs> Calling card. Let All you know. need is Brittany. <laughs> wow. I love I'm going to start a new podcast tomorrow. <laughs> right? Uh, cut to after this episode airs, everybody fucking starts writing in going, hey, can you guys maybe do some detective work on my guy? Like, um, fuck. Yeah. No, so I went over and I was like, this is what we've got to do. I can't follow her on my account because... 
Well, because they could trace it back to us. Yeah. It, like, if she was like, oh, Brittany Bennett followed my account. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to this day, I still don't believe that she didn't know anything. So, like, she can go on YouTube and tell her, I, like, he said his name was Daniel. I'm like, <laughs> like, no. What do you think it's going to do? Ruin your brand? Like, come on. I mean, she, look. Actually, let's cut that. I don't want to, I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> not so it's, like but that. it's, it's true. She, it was really clear that she knew that he wasn't supposed to be with another woman in some way. I don't know what exactly he told her. Gabby. He probably were... lied on a myriad of different levels. What did he make a fake Instagram account? No, no, no. Well, he had it private. But I'm just saying that it, they were very careful that all of their snaps, any posts that they were posting, didn't have him clearly in the frame. Until I came, he came home and I served him divorce papers. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, look at my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> very, very quickly. I think it's so shady. And I think that if you're going to be really shady like that, at least be good at it. Yeah. And it's just, you know, look, I'm really thankful. I mean, you know this. I'm really thankful to Daniel because he let me out of a situation that I would have been in for a long time and been really unhappy with. And yeah. he really is just a character in my story now. Like, I don't have any emotional trigger reaction to them, um, either of them. And uh, it's been wild watching how he's transformed into a different person. Every time. I mean, Every I get time. I get videos and messages daily from my friends, from his old friends, that are like, dude, have you, like, this isn't the same person. What's going on? so weird. It's wild. My friend Harmony was like, why does he have cornrows? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I get that question a lot too. <laughs> I was like, maybe he was in Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he, but no, every time I hear his name since we found everything out, it's just like... Yeah. You've never run into him though, have you? Absolutely. Except for you when we were at the gym. And I was like shaking. I wanted to kill him. And oh, you were with me that day? I was with you one of the times. Oh. That's all in book two. All the the deets of when I ran into him. Just wild. It was like in a fucking I movie. I didn't know what to do. And they were like right next to us doing abs. Remember it was upstairs. Oh, that's right. That's not one of the times I confronted them. That's just no, when we no. saw them there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were two run-ins like, where... don't say anything. And I was like, I don't want to say anything. I don't need to say anything. I just want to punch him in the stomach. I, that's what I was telling you not to do. <laughs> um, so we detective our way through this entire mess of a situation you literally stayed at my house for those two weeks yeah. like you would leave and go to work and go to the gym and then come home and sleep with me in my bed like you didn't leave my side yeah um my mom still till this day she's like Brittany's such a good friend to you she really was there for you during all of that oh. um and it, it's true it was like I was dealing with like deliberate de- not deliberate de- debilitating debilitating I, mm-hmm. I was dealing with debilitating anxiety during that whole process I thought I knew what anxiety was I had no fucking idea yeah. I couldn't eat I was like anxious all the time I was getting she three to four <laughs> getting three to four hours of sleep like it was it was bad summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon one of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals no prep no mess no cleanup meals I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son, and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from Factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, 
and desserts, it's a treat to have restaurant-quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy, FMLers. Yeah. Um, and so when we finally got past all that and served the papers, and oh my God, didn't he oh text my you God. that one night yeah. when he, okay, go I ahead, I'll let you tell I need to go back him. and get Gabby, like the rest of G- Gabrielle's things. <laughs> and um, he sent me a text message like I was supposed to side with him. I don't even know. I will say back in the day, me and Daniel were really close, super chill, but who the fuck side do you think I'm going to choose? After the way it happened, he, I think, is just always going to be a clout chaser, and that's exactly what he's doing right now. Probably won't be too hard to find him, based off of what we're talking about. But it's it's wild that people would actually go out of their way to do something like that. And I think the reason I'm still so mad is because I watched my best friend go through, like, the hardest thing. Like, you've, like, been able to throw it away, but it's like I watched... Yeah, it's wild because my mom feels that way too. Like the people around me and closest to me still feel so much anger towards him. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm happy to be moving on and look where I'm at I'm glad you moved on. What about me? (laughs) What about my closure? (laughs) Um, So he texted you when I had, I think he still had, it was my, a book of my dad's things who obviously, as you guys know, passed when I was young and he had... For some reason, it had gotten left at the house when I moved out. It was a book of, like, all of his really special memories. And he kept texting me, and I wasn't responding. So then he resorted to texting Brittany. And, and was, he was like, come get her things. Like, if you if you only knew why this happened and what she did and, like, and just saying, like, weird things where I've been like, yeah, like, justifying his behavior or something. Yeah, and so and, you went and picked it up, right? So I went and picked it up, and I was like, honestly, just leave it outside. Like, I don't even want to see you. Like, because I don't... Because he's going to car salesman his way back into, like, Something. making you think that this is normal. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I don't know what he wants. I was like, just leave it outside. Like, we don't need to talk. Gabby was like, don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just don't Because we were still, respond. like, in the process of, like, a gnarly divorce. Nothing really had been finalized. Our lawyers were just starting just to talk. You had just the papers, like, yeah. that day. It was wild. So it was, like, crazy. And then... He jumped into another pool of crazy. Yeah. So then <laughs> um, I was doing like really good after my divorce. I was I was pretty weirdly okay because I knew that this was all happening for a reason. I knew I had just dodged a massive fucking bullet. And we were going out and having fun and dancing, but I wasn't drinking at all. I was like really on my shit and not, not looking for a dude. And looking great. Thank I was you. a hot mess. I was waiting <laughs> for the both of us. <laughs> um, and so a few weeks later, um, in waltzes or DMs, I guess you could say, Javier. Um, and this is going to be really interesting because Brittany m- knew about Javier, obviously, leading up to this whole Europe trip. You met him once, right? When we went to I that screening. either once or twice. Yeah. But, definitely at but the it screening. wasn't like hanging out. It was very like formal and quick and not you know, Mm -hmm. getting to know someone. 
And then all this shitstorm happened and I went on this crazy trip and she was the one person who I was in contact with constantly on the trip. Yeah. And when I came back, you ended up actually meeting him again. So, but let's back up and go to the beginning <laughs> um, because people are going to want to know about that end story too. Um, so I remember when it all happened, I think I texted you when I found out I was going to go by myself and you were like, there in 20 minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> I was pissed. Everybody was pissed. All my really close friends were like super angry. But you were one of the few that were angry, but you also like kind of sympathized with what he was going through. I was pissed, but I didn't want to be angry because I knew how angry you were. So right. I can't be like, what the fuck? Like this wasn't, like, I can't, I can't do that because that's already going in your head. Right. So I can only like. And I was there defending him, being like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is why this is all happening. And, like, it's fine. And he's amazing. And, like, it's just really hard. And Yeah, you know. I know. I was like, I guess I get it, but. You're like, I'm going to support you, but no. No, I'm like, <laughs> I think that you should go. And I think that. Well, you were like, that's my dream, to have to go to Europe by myself for yeah, a fucking month. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was so jealous. I was like, can I go for you? <laughs> um, it, was, it was wild. And so I went and. Uh, I remember when we were FaceTiming in Amsterdam when I was like waiting to hear from him about if we were going to meet up, if we were not going to meet up, and you were just like, Gabs, it's time to fucking get off the goddamn roller coaster. Yeah. Like, we were both like, done. Yeah. I think it's easy to hold on to something that you know is not going to happen because it's just hard to deal with the fact that like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, as much as the whole time I was like, there's, I can't have any hope or wish or long-term goals in my head for the two of us that was still existing inside of me yeah and it was it was a bitch because everyone was like oh he's your rebound and blah 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 and I was like no I wish he was a rebound if it was a rebound I would have been able to be like all right fuck it let's go party in Europe and be fine um and it so wasn't like it deeply was ingrained in my soul <laughs> yeah I think yeah mm. say it <laughs> I just like from more relationships all of my friends really like wanting to be in relationships now so like hearing every story they sound exactly the same like when you want something so bad yeah. you paint a picture in your head of what it's supposed to look like and how exactly you want it and when like two out of the five things align you're like oh my god like this is it right right so like you're so blinded by reality like from reality oh for sure and looking that, back can i see that there were red flags in him not being healed, 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but being in that moment in it, you don't see that shit. Yeah. And there's sometimes, like with Daniel, I'm like, I saw the red flags, but then I chose to look Paint the other way. Paint those bad boys green. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. And be like, okay, we'll deal with this later. But with Javier, I really didn't see them while we were in it um, until the whole grieving stuff started to show. Yeah. I, mm, yeah. Did you see them earlier? I told you, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I just thought, I mean, I understand why, for the way I feel about meeting a guy for the first time as my best friend's new person. Yeah, after well, after that. a divorce, yeah. But yeah, so it's kind of like he was just trying so hard to, for me. Right. And I feel like Daniel put on a show a lot of the times. Oh my so God, that, constant. Exactly. So that oh, was so kind it was of like, a, like. It was like a bad sense memory of men. Yeah. Ah. I was like, don't tell me a joke right now. You're not funny. Oh my God, that's. That's great. So I just kind of like, <laughs> and you were like, I think he's hilarious. And I was like, well, as long as you're happy. Oh my God. I guess those were like just like little tiny things. And 
I, I, I honestly always see red flag as being moving too fast. Yeah. Like if you're like... Because well, clearly we moved too fast. I mean, we were like in love on day four and going to Europe on day five, so... <laughs> you're like, hi, my name's Gabby. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> when do we board? Um, so do you remember when I called you and told you that I was... Or I might have texted you, was going to go to San Vito to meet him? Because it was up in the air for a lot the of the trip. Time. Yeah, yeah, like the entire time. Um, do you remember when I texted you and like how you felt? Were you bummed at me? Were you like, bitch, go fucking like celebrate by yourself? Or did I you understand? I don't remember my like instinctual reaction, but I still think the way that I did then. And I probably was like a little like, go live your life. Yeah. Like just go live your life. But at the same time, you were living your life. Right. That's a decision that you made and you had a great time. So at the end of the day... Right. Make the right choice. And like but, needed to go for certain reasons. Yeah. Like if, I mean, I always say, tell people like, if you're making a bad choice, at the end of the day, you came into this world alone, you're leaving it alone, don't let whatever I think about what you should do affect your decisions. That's a good point. Yeah. Because yeah. if I would have listened to what everybody else was telling me to do, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have gone to Europe. You wouldn't have a book. You wouldn't be a rock star. Like you wouldn't have yeah. all of these things, honestly. Like if you listen to one thing that anybody said where would you be right now right you probably not, wouldn't not right here right i know imagine that oh, well that's, that's i don't know about that everybody's always like be with tay be with tay Team but tay. we wouldn't have met him i don't think right that's a good point like we wouldn't have like if he you, wouldn't have come yeah. crossed our path again yeah exactly like one decision away from a different life that's totally true um so without giving too much about book two away um, we did come, I, I did come back from Europe and, uh, we did hang out like we do. And, uh, we did go out with, uh, Javier a few times. Yes. And let me tell you, we were getting ready in my apartment and I'm looking at Brittany and I'm like, can you please just not be a bitch? Like, I know you hate him. I know that like he sucks for you and like, just Please, like, don't make it awkward. Don't get drunk and, like, cuss him out. Like, just don't be a bitch. Pardona me. I am the <laughs> nicest person I know. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and so then we go. And she's like, oh, fine, whatever. It's fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And so we go and we're at a night spot dancing. And she's had, like, maybe three drinks. Like 15 drinks. No, 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 no. She exaggerates the story because I think she I exaggerate. Yeah, I said three. Bit. You said 15. No, because it was 15. You think I love Javier now? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Um, but she's had a couple drinks. She comes up to me and she's like, Gabs, I totally get it. I understand. He's so much fun and he's so suave and, like, he's just funny and, like, I get it. I understand why you fucking feel this way. And let me tell you, you're not the only person that's done that. A couple people have been like, fuck this guy, and then they meet him and then they're like, oh, shit. Because he's, like, talking to you like this. <laughs> And you're like, like no, and he's fun, and he's fun to be around. Like he's got a good energy. Like we can give him that. Yeah, and he throw dances. him bones. We're gonna throw him like. And he a dances, treat. and we dance. So it's like you know, it was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. I I still. You still hold your opinion, and we. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're I understand falling <laughs> under somebody's charm. But that doesn't excuse you from yes. fuckboy situations. Fuck. Fuck Her little bubble up there says fuck, fuck boys. Yeah. Oh, can you not see it? Well, no, but if they're listening, they can't. Oh. <laughs> um, that's so, but it was, 
it was full circle to like see it after you had, and I think by that time you had read the rough draft of my book. So not only were you meeting the person that you read were hearing, the rough draft, I was like hearing it as being right. Written. I would call you and be like, "Hey, you want to hear this chapter?" Um, so you had you were meeting this person that you had not only heard firsthand experience of as I was dealing with it, but you were also now meeting this person that you read this whole story about. Yeah, that must have been weird. It was kind of, but it was kind of not. It's like watching a reality show and then like seeing the person in real life. Him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you kind of just are like, ah, like I know so much about you already. It's not like hi. Right. You're like, don't bullshit me. I know everything yeah. about you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh huh. Oh, that's your favorite salad. Actually, it's not. Right <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of like that. Like I felt like I knew a lot about him already. That I was just kind of like, yeah. I only have bad things to say about you. There's nothing bad you could say about me. 15 drinks later. Oh my God, I love him! I don't know. <laughs> so what was it like reading a book and you're like, oh, that's me. Like I'm reading this and, and she's talking about me right now. Did it seem odd or was it normal because you know me so closely? I think it was normal. I don't know. I guess it's like still kind of weird. Like I'm, I'm like in a book. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a normal person anymore. I'm not a normal anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just it seemed. Um, it's only seemed weird once I read it. This past time, like in a book format. Like in a well, I read it when the book came out, but like only seemed weird when I like listened to the audio and mm-hmm. like read it this time around. Because I was so attached to it when I first read it mm-hmm. that it was just like like rereading text messages almost. Yeah. But now it was like like reliving like things from the past and it was like, oh my God, that was me. Right. I was so insightful even for so <laughs> young. <laughs> You're like, I'm such a good person. Wow, She's so lucky me. to have me. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> oh my God. But it, it was it's definitely more weird now than it was then. Yeah. Well, I, I remember so when we, Brittany and I went on a trip to Big Bear a couple weeks ago, no, months ago, I guess. And, um, what? Yeah, I know. What is quarantine, quarantine doing to just us? Time is not even existing anymore. Um, so we went on a trip to Big Bear, and on the way back, she goes, I want to, I've never listened to the audiobook. Can you put on the audiobook? And I was like, oh, God, okay. Um, so we put it on, and we're listening to it as we're driving back, and there were so many moments because we were listening to the earlier chapters, obviously, with all the divorce and Daniel. Um, when I was talking about, so Jess and I did this and it was so weird to sit there and listen to it with you. And then you went home and binged the rest of it that day. Yes, that day. And you called me and you were like, dude, because you were going through some of your own relationship. Shit. Entanglement. Entanglement. (laughs) I I was in an entanglement. (laughs) You're an idiot. (laughs) Um, And so it almost was like you were hearing things totally differently that you didn't resonate with before. Because I'm, like, older now. Like, before it was, like, I mean, I still, like, don't want to be, like, in a relationship, really. Like, I'm very okay with being single and want it to stay that way. But my friend, like, everybody's, like, everybody's just on a different level. Before it was kind of just, like, pitchy And now it's, like, (laughs) and now it's, like, life. Yeah. And it's, like, things that you're going through now and, like, all of the uncertainties. And it's, like, wow. Every single relationship I know has, like, the same uncertainties and, like, the same, like, red, green flags, like, all of these 
weird mixed signals and it was just like oh I'm not alone I know it was (laughs) was like I'm not alone but like I don't want to feel like that I know the outcome of this (laughs) yeah well okay but you do know from watching at least from watching me and I'm sure from watching other people that they're not all like that there are good ones out there you just have to selectively find them selectively (laughs) yeah keyword selectively um and and relationships can be really amazing but you're one of my friends that's always so fucking strong and good at being single and I admire that about you because I was never like that in my younger years I was always with a guy and in a relationship and you're so always down for a situationship yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't but know most how girls all these are words. But I'm most like... girls always need to make it more than that, and you're really fine with it being just yeah, it is what it is. If it goes somewhere great, if not, okay. Yeah, because well, the last guy I was dating, see, I didn't tell you everything. Okay, so he tell was me now. like so gung ho about like I want to get a wife and have kids in like the next twenty two seconds, and like I'm like in the next twenty two seconds, <laughs> sitting here like oh my god, like I literally have to get on this like new mindset of like if I liked him and I was like if I want to get to know him more and even see like a tiny future with him like I basically have to get married (laughs) like that's where my mind went I don't even know why and I started like feeling that stretch of like why chicks are so because they know what they want and they're like well I like him and I want that to be my boyfriend and that was like my first experience of like no, like, why? why? Yeah. Like, sit back, like, can I get to know you? And it even kind of spiraled into, like, me not even opening up as much because I didn't want to be like, yeah, I'm amazing at being single. I love being single, and I don't want to get married, and I don't necessarily want to have kids. And honestly, I should not have been in that relationship. (laughs) It's totally different pages. But it ended up being, like, He's like, we're on different levels because he came out to party with me for my birthday. And I was, mm-hmm. like, wild. And whenever I go out and I drink, I'd like to have fun and talk to, like, literally anybody that will listen. Yeah. He didn't like that. Mm. And he was like, you're just, like, we're on different levels. But, like, was relating it to, like, he was up here and I was down here. Right. And I was like, nah. And then he talked to one of my friends about it before he talked to me about it. Well, that's never okay. <laughs> I know. And um, I was, like, so, like, so taken off guard from that. I was, like, is that what it is? Taken off guard? Yeah, taken aback. Taken aback. Uh, off guard. That works, right? Yeah. That's off guard. Mm. <laughs> we both look at the producer, like, does I know. that work? What does it mean? <laughs> um, I was just, like, what the fuck? Like, totally shut down. And I was just, like, okay. Like, well, I'm not going to sit here and try to change your mind about the way that you think of me. Yeah. And then I sent him this long message about, like, you saying, like, I'm not on your level because, like, the way I partied on my birthday weekend is so insulting. And you can sit here and say, like, you're not judging me, you're not judging me, but at the end of the day, well, that's exactly those what you're are doing. judging statements. Yeah. And he's like, well, I tried my hardest not to. And I was like, you should have had the balls to talk to me first because you didn't. Right. And now you're having all of these situations come to full circle without even talking to me about it. Right. And I was just like, you know what, just have the balls. You should have confronted me. Like, I appreciate the transparency because, like, I really don't care enough to, like, be, like, ghosted. Right. Like, ghosting to me, I'm like, oh, no, I don't get it. Yeah. But he sent back this huge long thing and was like, I was trying to be transparent. And he goes, see, um, I don't have the balls to talk to you. This is why boys ghost girls. <gasps> oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You're and like, no, that's why you just need to grow the balls to speak yeah, to me. <laughs> because this is why girls are, cr- 
crazy is because like they just want to know. Yeah, and, and they don't also, want to have other people involved in that. And also, like if you really want to be that big of a man, like pick up the actual phone and call. Like don't write a fucking novel. Well, we did novel. call. It was uh, like okay, a call. This was post-call. And then it was post call because okay. I was like, wait a minute, like that wasn't right. Right. And then I sent this big thing, and I was like, you know what, like. I don't want to be friends. With, I don't think I even want to be friends with you anymore because of the way that you've handled the situation. Yeah. Because transparency is being transparent, not having words filtered in your mouth to what you can say. To right. End it. Like if you're not into it, just that's, that's not yeah, it just for say, me. Do you know how many hearts and <laughs> brains and souls would be saved if people were just like, I'm not I'm that into not you. that into it. <laughs> Let's break up. Bye. I mean, I said that to Daniel multiple times. Like, if you would have just told me I'm not happy and, like, we should get divorced, I would have been like, cool, dude. Okay, sucks. But, like, guess we just wasted a bunch of money and we're going to embarrass ourselves, but let's get divorced and we can probably still be friends in the future. Oh, my God. It would have said, I mean, it would have, like, given him so... I can't even imagine the anxiety having two phones, having two relationships, having to, like, sneak around like that. It's like he watched every single Lifetime movie and was like, how do I top it? Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) it's exhausting. It's crazy. It's exhausting. I can't even imagine, Daniel. Like, I can't even imagine. By the way, we've had to, like, go back and edit this three different times when she said his real name on accident. (laughs) Hey, Biff, what's up? Hope you're listening Uh, in. (laughs) It's just crazy. Like, Like, I don't know. And I mean, I don't even care about the little girl, but for her, I don't know. It's just like the disrespect behind lying about not knowing about you. Well, and look, I would never put it on the girl. I'd never be like, oh, she's a slut or oh, she's the reason why my marriage ended um, because it takes two people to do that. I will say that the two years after it's all come to light, it's been really interesting hearing the type of person that she is and a lot of things that through the grapevine and people who know her have have relayed to me it makes me feel not as bad for not that I felt bad in the first place I was literally just laying out facts but um I would never want to like drag her name intentionally like bring a woman down ever um but I have I have concluded from multiple sources that um they're just both not really great people. And yeah. so for me, I'm really thankful that that it happened and they got each other and I'm nowhere in the picture of that anymore. I think my thing is like publicly speaking about, well, like I didn't know. And like, right. that's and like what doing YouTube me. videos on yeah. it. And like why would you even go out of your way if you don't want to tell people how you met, don't make the video. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you don't want to tell the truth, don't make the video. <laughs> You tell her. <laughs> All right, my love. I love you so much. Thank love you for your your many, many years of friendship. Um, tell. Do you want to tell people where they can find you and stalk you on social media, or would you rather not? You can stalk me. I'm trying to. I delete. I delete it off on and off. But it's. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Fun Life with B. Because you're so fun. So fun. All right, I love you. Thank you. Love you. I want to thank my girl Britt for being here, for letting me write about her and uh, being one of the uh, the joyous characters in Eat, Pray, FML. I'm so lucky to have a friend like her in my life. I love you, girl. <laughs> okay, it is that time of the show. We are going to go into your FML stories that you submitted. Hey, Gabrielle. 
It's Meg, and this is my FML story. My ex and I got married on our nine-year anniversary. We spent our entire 20s together. We truly had a great relationship, and we built a beautiful life together. Six days after we got back from our honeymoon, I caught him having an affair with a married woman who he had just met at his bachelor party. The details and the timing of the affair were just awful. As you can imagine, the pictures and conversations I found on his phone were sickening. I was super blindsided by the betrayal, and I was beyond devastated. I felt like I was watching my whole life go up in flames. I wasn't ready for my entire world to change, and through it all I still loved him, so I stayed and I tried to make it work. We even went to couples therapy, but he ended up continuing to lie to me and to the therapist throughout the process. Basically, he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. I was putting 100% into fixing the mess that he created, but unfortunately he was only giving me 50%. I finally realized that even though we both truly love each other, love isn't always enough. I need and deserve respect, loyalty, and honesty. So after a year, I found the strength to put our house up for sale, file for divorce, and to walk away. I ended up buying my own home and rebuilding my life. Although this journey has been full of a lot of loss, it's also been full of a lot of personal growth. It has all made me stronger than ever, and I'm on to bigger and better things now. My ex's name is Danny, just like yours. So when I saw your FML merchandise, I knew there was no better way to celebrate my divorce than by rocking the fuck Daniel shirt while sipping on champagne. Meg, girl, when I got those fuck Daniel photos, I almost fell over with how freaking fabulous they were. They're posted on the FML Talk podcast page. I don't know what it is about when guys cheat and then, or when anybody cheats, and then to go to therapy and continue to lie, it's like, what's the point of spending the money to to try and rebuild your relationship that you clearly don't want to rebuild? Um, that's so devastating to find that out six days after get, coming back from your honeymoon. I can't even freaking imagine. Um, but I see how freaking awesome you are, girl, sipping that champagne. So I am so, so happy that you are on the other side. Hey, Gabrielle. My name is Daisy, and this is my FML story. Um, I was with a guy for about seven years, um, since we were like 14 all the way up to 21. And there was a lot of gaslighting, manipulation, and uh, abuse, both physical and emotional abuse. Um, There's a lot of stories I could share with you, but my favorite one is the night of my graduation. My parents threw a party for me. We ended up getting a little bit too drunk, so I didn't want him to drive us home. Um, one of his friends was sober, so I suggested that he drive us, but he was like, no, it's fine. Um, he ended up getting upset at me for that, so he pulled over. I didn't have any shoes on, and I got off um, to try and talk to him, and he just pushed me in front of his friend, and he got in his car and drove off and left me on the side of the road. The next day, he sent me flowers and a card that said, something along the lines of, I'm so sorry, I hope last night doesn't um, portray who I am, I'm human, and I make mistakes, like, this was just a little incident, and he continued to gaslight me after that, I stayed for a couple more years, but thankfully so, I met the most amazing guy that reminds me a lot of your current partner, he tries to understand my triggers and what has affected me in the past, and we work toward that together now. So thank you so much for sharing your story. It has really empowered so many women like myself. Men who understand triggers for the win. Girl, I'm so sorry. I'm 
really glad that so many women are starting to come to know the terms of narcissism and gaslighting and are able to recognize that that's something that's happening to them because it's so not okay and it happens way too fucking often. I can't even imagine being in a relationship with someone who's supposed to keep you safe and then proceeds to leave you on the side of the road after a night of drinking. I... It, these stories that come in are always shocking. Like I'll, I'll be like, oh, I've, I've heard everything now. But every time they come in, it like makes me a little more and more angry at, at the people you're telling them about. Um, thank you for submitting that story, girl. I, uh, I'm happy to have you as an FMLer. And next week, y'all, we are bringing out the big guns. Um, every single time I do a Q&A on social media, I get asked, do you still talk to Javier? And what's going on with Javier? And we've talked a lot on FML Talk about Daniel. We've talked about Tay. And we've gone, covered every every topic except for Javier. So I'm going to finally sit down and give you guys an inside look at what my healing process looked like some of the unknown facts that happened after Europe. And I'm going to bring on one of my really close friends who saw all of this go down firsthand after the Eat, Pray, FML trip, watched all of the craziness unravel in front of her face, and how I navigated and ended up healing from it all. As always, make sure you guys are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Keep up with us on Instagram at FML Talk Podcast. If you have not gotten your merch, it is selling quickly, so make sure you check out the website, eatprayfml.com. You can get everything from the cute new line, all of the new styles. We're going to be doing a massive giveaway at the end of the month, so make sure you pick up your favorite one. And until next week, guys, cheers. Welcome to As a Woman, Fertility Hormones and Beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.